On this side of heaven, one of the greatest challenges we face is in our relationships with our family. The Apostle Paul wrote about family relationships in Ephesians chapter 5 and chapter 6. Friends, the Bible is practical for your life today. We need wisdom and advice on how to deal with our family relationships. Welcome to Defiant Joy Radio. This is Carol McLeod, and I want to remind you that your family matters to God. Welcome to Defiant Joy Radio. Carol would love to come speak in your area. Her messages of hope and joy have blessed so many. Contact us today at JustJoyMinistries.com or call toll-free 1-855-569-5433 to arrange an appearance at your next women's group or conference. Now, here's Carol with today's encouraging message. You know, the Bible is a miraculous book that's living and active and has power for today. The Bible is filled with deep theology and with riveting history. And the Bible also has practical application for where your life is today. And that, my friend, is the portion of Scripture that we're going to be digging into together on this episode of Defiant Joy Radio. We're going to be reading in Ephesians chapter 6, where it talks about family relationships. So let me ask you a question. Is your family perfect? That's what I thought. Neither is mine. I need wisdom. I need advice to deal with the ins and outs of family relationships, and the Bible gives it to us. On our last program, we talked about the relationship between the husbands and the wives, and how wives are called to yield, and to respect, and to honor, and to be grateful, and how husbands are called to love their wives in the same way that Jesus Christ loved the church. That's a pretty high challenge, if you ask me, because I'm pretty sure that the love that Jesus Christ has for the body of Christ is unconditional, that it never wanes, it never wavers, but it's always enthusiastic. You know, this was a new thought in the ancient church because prior to the teachings of Jesus Christ, Men tolerated wives. They used their wives. They abused their wives. But now, through the voice of Paul and the Holy Spirit, men are being encouraged to love their wives, to enthusiastically love and tenderly care for their wives, just like Jesus takes care of the church. Let's continue in this study of becoming as we learn more about family relationships as Jesus always intended for them to be. Ephesians chapter 6, verses 1 through 3. Children, obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. Honor your father and mother, which is the first commandment with a promise, so that it may be well with you and that you may live long on the earth. You know, we all yield to one another because we fear or because we honor Jesus Christ. Wives yield to their husbands. Wives fit themselves to their husbands' plans. And husbands love their wives just like Jesus Christ loves the church. Now the Bible tells us what the role of children is in the family life. Children are called to obey 
and to honor their parents. You know, Craig and I often teach at family seminars, and this is what we say. Until children are about 10 years old, really all the theology that they need is that Jesus loves you and obey your parents. Children, obey your parents. This is a commandment with a promise. When we obey or honor our parents, we live fruitful lives in the kingdom of God and in the culture in which we live. My friend, your family life matters. It matters very, very much. And so I want to encourage you today and challenge you today to build a home of respect, a home of honor, and a home of love. Train your children from an early age that mom and dad are the boss, that children don't have a better idea than mom does or than dad does. And work together at this, husbands and wives, work together at agreeing in front of the children so that your children are not receiving mixed messages from you. Be in agreement when it comes to discipline and to boundaries and to respect issues. And let me tell you this, wives, mothers, if you will respect and honor your husbands, Husbands and dads, if you will love your wife the way Jesus has loved the church, then your children will obey because they will be growing up in a healthy and godly home. My prayer is that you will train your children from a young age that Jesus loves them. Jesus loves them unconditionally and fully, and there's nothing they could ever do to diminish the love of Christ for them. And also let them know that Jesus wants them to obey their parents. Listen, when your children disobey, apply the discipline that you and your spouse have agreed on and then forgive quickly. Move on. Don't keep bringing it up, but let your child live in freedom and live in love. You know, Ephesians chapter 6 verse 4, let me read it to you. Fathers, do not provoke your children to anger, but bring them up in the discipline and in the instruction of the Lord. This verse, Ephesians 6, 4, is written specifically to fathers. I've always wondered about that. Why does the Holy Spirit say to fathers, don't provoke your children to anger? If I could just gently say this, and this is something my husband and I agree on. You know what? Fathers can be more exacting and demanding than mothers are. Mothers tend to be the nurturing ones and the understanding ones. And the Holy Spirit knew that. And so the advice of the Holy Spirit to fathers is, don't be too hard on your kids. Don't raise angry kids. You know, it's okay to be strict. It's okay to give your children boundaries, but don't be angry with your kids and don't provoke anger in them. Don't make your children angry with you due to unrealistic expectations and demands. Husbands and mothers, let me tell you this. What happens in your home is the most important part of your life. You can go on mission trips. You can write books. You can lead worship in front of thousands. You can make millions of dollars. You can walk the halls of Congress or the United Nations. But how you treat those who live under your roof is the most visible expression of your faith. 
Family matters. It matters very, very much. So don't take the little people in your life for granted, but treat them the way Jesus did. He welcomed them into his life. He made time for them. He was affectionate with them. You know, so often we treat strangers better than we do our own spouses. So often we treat the people at work better than we do our own teenagers. So often we treat the people at church better than we do our own children. So let me encourage you, listen to your teenagers. Be empathetic with their drama. Try to remember what it was like to be 13 years old or 15 years old or 17 years old. Make time for them and listen to them. And you know, I want to say one more thing. This verse says, children, honor your parents. And you know what? I am a woman in my early 60s, and I am so blessed that my mother is still alive. And you know what? I still honor her to this very day. I take her advice. I listen to her wisdom. I try not to disagree with her or make fun of the things that she sang, but I'm respectful to her when she talks to me because the Bible says, honor your parents that it may be well with you and that you may live a long life. And I think that that verse applies to me even in my sixth decade of living. Ephesians chapter six, verses five through seven. Slaves, be obedient to those who are your masters according to the flesh, with fear and trembling, in sincerity of your heart as to Christ. Not by way of eye service as men pleasers, but as slaves of Christ, doing the will of God from the heart, with good will render service as to the Lord and not to men. You know, these verses are talking specifically to slaves in the culture of the early church, but I believe that these verses can also apply to employees and to employers. If you're an employee, sincerely work hard, give it all you've got, don't scrimp on your day's work. Give your boss every single minute of your work day and be diligent and faithful. Don't play games on your computer. Don't text people, but give your boss your full eight hours of attention. These verses, Ephesians chapter six, verses five through seven, apply to employees. Because the bottom line is this, my friend, you are actually working for Jesus Christ. Did you know that? You're working for Jesus Christ. So be a man of excellence. Be a woman of diligence. Be a good witness at work. Be a man or a woman, not of laziness, but of excellence, because how you work matters. You're giving a witness for Jesus Christ by exhibiting a hard and diligent work ethic. Ephesians chapter 6, verses 8 and 9, knowing that whatever good thing each one does, this he will receive back from the Lord, whether slave or free. And masters, do the same things to them and give up threatening, knowing that both their master and yours is in heaven and there is no partiality with him. So whether you work for Kodak 
or for Google, whether you work for General Motors or for a hospital or for a school district or for the post office or for the government, you're working for the Lord. It's really the Lord who writes your paychecks. If you're a boss, treat your employees the way that you would want to be treated. Oh, how about this one? If you're a boss, treat your employees the way you would want your children to be treated. Relationships matter. How we treat one another matters. It's Christianity at its finest. You know, when we honor people, when we love them, when we respect them, when we yield to them, there is no truer or stronger Christianity than that. But perhaps the truest impact of our faith will be seen in how we treat the people in our family and in our everyday life. Thank you so much for joining us today. We hope you will consider supporting Carol as she continues presenting encouraging messages like this one. Please call us at 1-855-569-5433. As a thank you, we want to send you Carol's book, Defiant Joy, for your gift of just $5 or more. Contact us online at justjoyministries.com. Oh.